So another thing I really want to talk about is uh, attacks in weird places, because this has been this year, 2023, has been real notable for uh, increased in frequency in attacks in areas from in which saltwater crocodiles um, have long been believed to be extinct, and they're coming back. And the most notable is one a couple incidents that I talked about in a conversation article that I uh, authored. Uh, a couple months back, talking about how uh, a few months ago a saltwater crocodile showed up on a beach in Bali. And this is a very healthy animal, about, I believe it was two, point, two and a half to three meters in length. And it was clearly not a, an escape from captivity. I mean, you can tell escapees from captivity, they have all kinds of, uh, you know, calcium deficiencies, they have certain appearance issues. This was a pure, really healthy-looking saltwater crocodile, and it was captured in the ocean. It came right into, up in the beach, this very popular beach. It was captured, nobody was attacked. Sadly, the crocodile died. They said it died from dehydration, although I don't know the true story. It, it likely wandered from somebody somewhere nearby. Um, the island of Lombok now appears to have a very small population of saltwater crocodiles along the south central coast uh, in the, I think it's pronounced Pujut district of uh, southern um, Lombok, um, especially around Awang Bay, which historically would have been called Ikas Bay. And what's really interesting, which is kind of hilarious really, is that if you look at early uh, zoological studies from the early 20th century, uh, explorers talk about Ikas Bay being full of saltwater crocodiles. They said they, they, they teem in every, every estuary is teeming with saltwater crocodiles. So it's interesting that of all the places they chose to go back to, even with more limited habitat, they chose to go right back to the same, the same bay that they were in, you know, a long, long time ago. Uh, where they're coming from is anybody's guess. But there, there does appear to be a small resident population there. Unfortunately, in, in 2017 and 2019, uh, people were injured by saltwater crocodiles in Lombok. And to the best of my knowledge, these are the first uh, non-fatal attacks in Lombok uh, since it, probably the mid-20th century. And even worse, earlier this year, a man was actually killed in Lombok, which would be the first fatal attack in a very long time. And he was killed in the mangrove area in, in Awang Bay. Uh, the crocodile was eventually captured by the Bali Reptile Rescue. Um, they're very reliable. Um, they're really learning how to get some get some stuff done. And they did not kill the animal. It was transferred to captivity. Although, again, this is a problem. I do. I would like to see these animals being moved into um, new habitat rather than moved to captivity. There is a way to do that without them coming back. With Well, with, with a good chance of them not coming back. And I'll go into that later on. But... Yeah, it was, it was a very large animal, 4.6 meters. So we're talking about a big crocodile. Again, clearly not an escapee from captivity. These are wild saltwater crocodiles moving in from elsewhere. It killed a man there, injured two people there, and now they're showing up in Bali on occasion. Yeah, so I don't foresee a resident population ever returning to Bali for a number of reasons. I mean, Bali is a major tourist destination Habitat only really remains around um, Gimbrana, which is a historical crocodile population location. Uh, in the 1920s, there are numerous reports of fatal attacks from Gimbrana, and this is uh, 
on the uh, southwestern coast of Bali. There's a, even today, there's a big, there's a very large mangrove swamp there, but, but no recent records of crocodiles there. And then, of course, around Sonor, right? Right in Denpasar, in that area, there are some mangroves, and there have been reports of crocodiles in there over the years. In that case, it is kind of hard to tell which ones are escapees and which ones are wild, because there have been a few small animals captured that clearly are, um, you know, they have the distorted snout, you know, they, they just, they look like captive animals. But most of these animals have been captured inland. They haven't been captured along the coast in the mangroves. A lot of the ones in the mangroves, they seem to be, they, they look like, you know, healthy saltwater crocodiles. And there was one individual I don't believe has been captured yet, who was estimated about three and a half meters. It was cruising around um, the mangroves of Sonora. I don't know if he's moved on since then or what, but uh, there, there was a larger individual. So the question, where are these crocodiles coming from? That's the big question on everybody's mind. Uh, since it's very expensive to put satellite transmitters on these animals, and since you, you know, working in Indonesia with permits can be, can be a bit difficult to be able to actually get this information. I, I wish the Indonesian authorities would really um, get on this because we really need to know where these crocodiles are coming from. And just to, to nip it in the bud, Chances that they're coming from Australia are slim to none. Um, this is, this is, I love Graham Webb, I love these guys, but this is a sticking point I have with them. There is no evidence that saltwater crocodiles are traveling from Australia to Timor or any of these other areas other than, other than Papua New Guinea um, with any frequency. And then definitely not causing an increase in the number of crocodile attacks. And allow me to explain why. Uh, in, in Timor, for example, which is Timor-Leste, where they're using this as the main example, some of the highest, or really the highest frequency of attacks occur inland. They occur in a place called Lake Irulalaro, which, by the way, if you ever want to see heaven on earth, go to Lake Irulalaro. Gorgeous area. And if you love crocodiles, it just adds to it even more. You have these crystal clear blue waters with... Um, sandstone coming down into them. It looks like some, like a tropical rural Ireland or something. It's just like, and then jungle, a jungle mountains behind it. It looks like a lost world almost, like Skull Island or something. It's, it's beyond words. And it's full of crocodiles. But here's the catch. It's landlocked year-round. And it has been landlocked for we don't know how long. And the saltwater crocodiles there are slightly genetically distinct from the coastal population. Yet, fatal attacks here in Lake Irulalaro are very high. They are also very high on the coasts. Why would an obvious native population inland be responsible for this massive increase in attacks? And then for some reason, Australian crocodiles are responsible for the increase in attacks in the coastal areas? Like, why do you even need the Australian factor there. It doesn't make any sense. But even beyond that, ultimately the genetics, so far at least, ha have proven my, my thoughts to be correct. They're all Timorese in origin, at least all the ones they've, uh, they have tested so far. Um, I, got some, I got a little bit of grief for, for announcing this, but then I kind of just wrote that grief off because this was, this was published in the Straits Times. That's not like I just, some, nobody told me this you know, in confidence. This was in the Straits Times. So no, I'm not violating anything. It just hasn't been published in a paper yet, probably because they don't like the results. But, um, but yeah, so there's no evidence of, of any significant movement of saltwater crocodiles between Australia and Timor or anywhere else in um, Western Indonesia or the Lesser Sunda Islands. There is, to the best of my knowledge, 
evidence, genetic evidence, of a connection between saltwater crocodiles in Queensland and Papua New Guinea. And I can't, I will not tell you why I know that. It will come out eventually. But that does appear to be the case. Of course, that that is a whole other situation entirely that I, that that warrants a different podcast. But which is which is really interesting, actually. Um, but my theory is that the crocodiles that are popping up in Bali and um, Lombok and Sambawa, Sambawa's actually had a, quite a few, including some really big ones, caught off the southern coast, but thankfully no, no attacks. They did have attacks way, an attack way back in 2008, which makes you wonder how long this has been going on. But um, I think they're moving in from either East Nusa Tenggara, from Flores, uh, Timor, Sumba, Lombada, all these places have varying numbers of crocodiles. Um, and moving over through Rincha, Komodo, across the way. Of course, there is the, uh, there's a pretty strong current and a strait between Rincha and Komodo, um, which would make it difficult, but not impossible, for crocodiles to get through. Another potential um, theory is that the saltwater crocodiles are coming from the Kangian Islands. The Kangian Islands are a big mystery. They're an island chain north of Bali. I think it's about 120 kilometers north of Bali. And they are part of East Java. There's not a lot known about them. There's a lot of industry there right now, unfortunately. But back in 2011, a man was reportedly killed by a crocodile there. And I had heard rumors from a, a surfing magazine, which is hardly an academic, an academic publication, but saying that surfers need to be careful in the Kangian Islands because crocodiles are there and they had heard from locals that many people had been killed. And if you look at the map, there still is mangrove habitat there. Um, interestingly, there's also reportedly leopards still on the island, but I haven't seen any uh, Javan leopards, but I haven't seen any actual evidence of their continued existence. But, but as you would see, it's an island chain that's, there's a lot poorly known, there's not a lot known regarding its current fauna. So it would be really interesting to get in there and kind of determine this. So if there's any Indonesians listening to this, try to get to Kangian Islands to confirm this. I want to do it, to my, I want to do it myself. But um, I got a lot to do here. I got to go to Papua New Guinea and all this stuff, this stuff. And I might get there. I just might get there. But uh, so if you're going to go there, let me know first so I know not to try. But it is something I want to investigate in the future because it, it needs to be investigated to know. You have a better idea of maybe where these crocodiles are coming from because there are no resident populations in Bali anymore. Uh, the resident population in Lombok is, is likely very new. Uh, same with Sumbawa. And there are definitely no resident populations in East Java outside of Kangian Islands. So something else is happening here, and we need to know what. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about is this year in Java, uh, seven people have been attacked by crocodiles, which is more than the entire 20 years previously combined, because saltwater crocodiles are mostly extinct in Java, especially in east-central Java, as well as uh, Jogjakarta. Um, However, uh, Banten province this year experienced six attacks and one fatal attack, which would be the first death in um, Java since 2007. However, there were two fatal, fatal attacks in 2007. They both occurred in Ujong Cologne National Park, which is an extreme um, western Banten, and it's a national park known to have some small numbers of crocodiles left. This fatal attack occurred outside the park, significantly outside the park, in an area um, kind of between the park and Jakarta, which is very interesting. And uh, crocodiles do exist in these areas. 
uh, small numbers. And then just this week, a man was injured in central Java um, along the southern coast. Or not central Java, sorry, western Java, west Java along the southern coast, nowhere near Ujang Cologne. And it turns out they have about a two and a half meter crocodile, at least looks two and a half, two and a half to three, living in an estuary slash dam there. And it looks to be, a health, again, another healthy uh, wild animal. And uh, people probably wonder where that one came from as well. And uh, I point to the fact over the past 10 years, there have been ex increasing sightings of saltwater crocodiles in the ocean along the southern coast of, of Java from about this location all the way to uh, roughly to um, the border with East Java or, or Jokjakarta. So all the estuaries, almost all the major estuaries along that coastline have had reports of saltwater crocodiles moving into the estuaries, swimming along the coast, et cetera, et cetera. Whether these crocodiles stayed or left, uh, it's hard to say. I'm sure a couple were captured. But again, where are they coming from? Are they coming from Mujan Cologne? Are they coming from Java? I mean, they're coming from uh, Sumatra. Uh, nobody really knows. I would say the ones that you're seeing in uh, Banten are probably coming from a combination of Ujong Cologne and, uh, and Lampung. Because Lampung, uh, South Sumatra, is <laughs> the distance between that and mainland Java is smaller than most rivers that contain crocodiles. So in, in, a, in a day, they could literally swim back and forth. So it's not inconceivable. Interestingly, we've even been seeing crocodiles in Jakarta itself. And I'm not talking about the escaped captives they sometimes get inland. I'm talking about three, three and a half meter animals swimming along the coastline uh, and being filmed. Really healthy looking, big, salty swimming along the coastline. So these are coming from somewhere, probably Sumatra, and they're out there looking for, for new habitat. And uh, yeah, interesting stuff is happening. So anyways, um, something to look, look forward to in the future. Hopefully, I would love to see saltwater crocodiles move into a lot of these places as long as habitat can be made for them and as long as people are ready for them and as long as they won't be eradicated.